This podcast of Central Indiana Today is brought to you by Figment 2 McDonald's. Stop by any of their stores in Avon, Brownsburg, Danville, Speedway, and 10th Street, next to Ben Davis High School, for great specials, including the two for $2.50 and two for $5. They also have all-day breakfast items, which now include biscuits and McGriddles. And coming soon to the Danville location, Wednesdays will be family night. Figment 2 McDonald's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today and WYRZ 98.9. Hello, this is Kevin Kersey of the Kevin Kersey Agency. The Kevin Kersey Insurance Agency, a member of the Farmers Insurance Group, can help you with your home, life, auto, or business needs. And our phone number is 317-286-3481. We can also be found on Facebook at the Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. And you're always welcome to stop in at 480 East Northfield Drive, Suite 300 in Brownsburg. Hey, Hendricks County, this is radio and TV commentator Abdul-Hakim Shabazz, the editor and publisher of IndyPolitics.org. It's a place where smart Hoosiers get their news. Although the State House is just a few miles away, we know sometimes it can seem like a million miles. But you know what? When it comes to issues like road funding, schools, putting more Hoosiers to work, and fighting the drug epidemic, those issues hit close to home. So that's why we want you to bookmark IndyPolitics.org. At IndyPolitics.org, we bring you in-depth, comprehensive coverage of the big issues facing Indiana. And we also bring you Indiana's newsmakers in their entirety. And here's what's even better doesn't cost you a thing. So pay us a visit, indypolitics.org. It's where smart Hoosiers get their news. The Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Today's program is made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency. And now here's your host, Rob Kendall. Welcome into another edition of Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us. One week left to go in the Indiana legislative session. The rat race has begun all sorts of craziness between now and Friday. And uh, we will bring in the guy who best uh, captures all sorts of craziness. Our good friend Scott Strong. Scott, how's it going? Good. How about you, Rob? Great. Of course, uh, again, uh, update. You are a political historian. You're a data mm-hmm. analyst. Uh, you pay a lot of attention to what's going on to trends and things that are happening. Yes, I do. Okay, so let's start with the thing we were talking about before we went on air, which is technically these guys don't have to be done until the 29th, but they've already declared we're going to be done by the 21st. Yes, and there's a couple of reasons for that. One, if they get out, that's a few less per diem days that they we have to pay them. So they are being fiscally responsible. Um, and then I think it also gives the governor more time to review the bills. But they are not done because they always come back in June to have a one-day kind of wrap-up session in case anything goes wrong with any of these bills they can fix and repair. Now, this is interesting to me because you work in the private sector. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm a small business person. I never remember being able to declare, I'm going to be done on such and such a day, and even if I'm not done, I'm done. Yes. Does that work for you? No, it doesn't. I, I do have deadlines that you have to hit and put in hundreds of hours extra before you have to hit it, but never just extend it. So what happens this week is they start negotiating with each other. Yes. And it's basically 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Well, not seven days. There's only five days left, but 24, five of round-the-clock negotiations. So my question on this is... Like, what do they do? Like, let's say on the gas tax bill, which we're going to get to in just a second, they go, oh, come on. We want to be out by the 21st. Come on. (laughs) Come on. I mean, it seems like they put themselves up against an 
arbitrary clock that they don't have to be up against. Yeah, and the reality is, though, as, as a lot of people know in small business, is you have to put deadlines because if you don't ever put a deadline on something, some people will never do anything. Yeah, okay. So, um, I mean, I don't know. I, I kind of think it's weird that they have until the 29th, but they said, we're going to be out by the 21st no matter what. I yeah, so I, I guess they've already scheduled their vacations or something. There, there you go. All right, so let's start with the big bill that's out there now. Our buddy Abdul uh, was reporting um, this this past weekend, and it was interesting to me. The gas tax yes. is, the, is mm-hmm. the big issue. And now that we're getting down to the nitty-gritty, both the House and the Senate have passed uh, road funding bills or yes. gas tax increases. Now it looks like they're maybe uh, coming to their senses a little bit, if you believe the rumors, and are backing off a little bit on the tax increases. Yes, so it's it's kind of a mixed match here. So what happens is each which each of them have a bill that's put forward. Now there's a reconciliation between the two, and as we talked about on previous programs, there's about seventy budget line items to make the budget line up, and so now it becomes how much and where and who pays. Uh, when when you do the okay, so when you, the budget's a fascinating thing for me because you can sort of make the budget not whatever you want it to be, right? But you you when you've got two billion dollars in reserves to play with, right? Like in your checking account. Now I know you're doing very right. well, so you don't have to often dip into your savings, but you have that money there to say, hey, if there's a big expense or we need to plug a hole here or there, that's why we have a savings account as it's ultimately to be spent. But these guys appear in many cases dead set on not going into the savings account. But now, if you believe the rumor on the gas tax bill, they may be going into the savings account. Yes. Yeah, so, and there's there's reasons for that. One of the reasons is by having a, a decent amount of money in the bank, it gives you good credit, and it allows a lot of the state um, organizations, or state governments, local and state, to say, hey, we get a triple A bond rating, which means you get the lowest interest rates. Now, we're seeing interest rates go up. So, with the Federal, federal Reserve here in the last year, and so what happens is they want to keep it above a certain number. So, But what I suspect is that time has passed for this year. So now they're willing to dip in to make things work because as much as they want to balance the budget and they have a state constitutional amendment to make sure that we do this going forward, um, they want to do it in such a way that they're not, they also know they're going to be going into an election year next year. And so they want things to line up nicely for them. Okay, let's get to that real quick because you're referring to the balance budget amendment yep. which will now go to the voters next year and i talked about this on wibc yep, I heard about it. uh that sounds good and everybody who knows me would know how could rob kendall be against a balanced budget amendment well they say they, they first of all we already do this yes so anything you're already doing mm-hmm. i don't why do you need a constitutional amendment and nobody i don't i haven't heard anybody even the democrats propose you don't do it now they might have a better way to get to the balanced budget but i haven't heard anybody propose we stop doing that it's like the hunt and fish thing last year has anybody proposed eliminating your right to hunt and fish the answer is no so why do you need it well it's for political gain in my opinion it's the hirsch and by the way we need to be very nice to hirschman because he could be the head of the fcc if the rumors are true we like hirschman (laughs) but uh brant hirschman a state senator we like hirschman nice guy Mm -hmm. but this is his bill this is a political thing right i mean nobody's proposing we don't balance the budget so why does it need to be in the constitution well and what it is is the republicans are scared to death of the democrats um, because they're about to raise the gas tax yeah they raise (laughs) the gas tax they may get the they get the house and senate back yeah they may get the house and senate back and in the past when 
when the Democrats have been in charge, they played a lot of little gimmickry things of, of funding $100 billion of fund roading that funds in bonds and other things. So the idea is you can delay payments and pay things around. This makes it a little bit harder for people to play those games. And it also says that our state legislators don't trust the future people that are coming in. Well, they, yeah. <laughs> no, and, and so here's the deal with me with the games and the gimmicks. Look, your whole life is a game and a gimmick, right? Yes. Uh-huh. I mean, when you buy a house, yes. by, by the standard of this constitutional amendment, it's a gimmick. Right? That's right, because you're paying it off over 30 years. That's right. So if you told me, Rob, we need to fund the roads, and we're going to make some cuts here, and we're going to move the gas tax over here, and you know what? We're going to do a little bit of bonding, which is going to take on a little bit of debt, mm-hmm. but it's going to save you 10 cents per gallon every time you fill up your car. I'm okay with the gimmicks. Yes. <laughs> I mean, am I wrong? Am I being a bad guy here? No, but no. now that it's in the Constitution, <clears throat> now they'll say, well, we, we can't do that. We can't yeah. do that. It's in the Constitution. Yeah, so what they're really doing is they're taking a political gamble and saying, and, and they're a little bit, they've gotten right up to the thing. It's like everybody says we're going to do something, and then you're put on the front line and says, now you got to do it. Um, so what they want to do is they want to hit all these gas tax raises they want to make sure that the things go up that they get tolling and everything in this year because they don't want to ever have to deal with it again and hope that nobody's paying attention to it out here in the voters when they have elections and there's already some people that are starting to be contested already in the next year's elections now help me understand this again our guest scott strong we're going over everything that's going on at the indiana state house Help me understand, because the rumor was that they may now spread the gas tax out over five years instead of one or two. So the House passes an immediate, Mm -hmm. the Senate says over two. How do you get to five? Because neither one of them were at five, and you're supposed to be negotiating between the bills, which is my point. These guys just make it up as they go along. Yeah, so I suspect what's happening, and you know, this is speculation on our part because we're just working on rumor and India window, but the reality is is that the crisis that they built up about the roads and the needing to put the taxes into place to pay for that is not as serious as what they have let on. So the protest, they have protested a little bit too much, as the lady yeah. said. Yes, yes, there you go. Uh, It it was interesting, um, too, because, of course, we had our buddy Merritt on uh, on Mm -hmm. the Capitol Happenings show. We used a little bit of that for Central Indiana today on Friday, and he has the best poker face. He never gets upset. He never lets you know anything's going on either way. And I've kind of thought the whole time, based on all the Capitol Happenings shows that we do, that something was going to come up at the end because, like, if I were going to raise the gas tax 10 cents a gallon— that would be that is political suicide. Instantaneously yes. do that, I would be freaking out. He's the caucus chair; like mm-hmm. his whole yes. job is to help the Republican caucus. He doesn't seem worried at all. So I thought all along this was all gonna end up, as they say in the pro wrestling business, a little swerve there at the end. Yeah, I think what happened is all the um, legislators got a copy of the Art of the Deal from Donald Trump at the beginning of the session, <laughs> and they asked for a lot. Now they're backing it off yeah. to make sure that it's okay for everybody. By the way, uh, I've got to preface this with this, or some some people get very angry, because apparently I control everybody's votes. Yeah, I do that. I, I do. Uh, John Crane, our state senator, did vote against the gas tax mm-hmm. increase, but he sends out the results of this mailer that he did. Remember? Yeah. I remember when he uh-huh. did the questionnaire survey thing, and I was very mm-hmm. critical of him. Um, he sends back the results of this questionnaire, and they list all the options for funding roads. And once again, 
None of the options said cut government somewhere else. No. Like they use this as this is what the people said they wanted. Well, you didn't give us all the options. Yeah, the, the problem is even though we have this citizen legislature, a lot of these citizen legislatures are almost full-time legislatures. And this is a little bit of the out of the – I was thinking about this the other day is any businesses, you know, every – what we do in budgeting is we look at what we had last year and then we want to have inflation for this year. Nobody ever talks about automation improvement or efficiency in state government that maybe one of these departments doesn't need as much. And this is totally irrelevant to them when they're doing the budgeting. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, Scott and I will talk about how we pick Supreme Court justices in Indiana. We're about to pick a new one. This is crazy to me the way they do this. We'll talk about it next. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. Hi, this is Billy Joe with Three Dimensions Salon, inviting you to come see us at 729 North Green Street, Suite D in Brownsburg. At Three Dimensions, we believe life isn't about finding yourself, it's about creating yourself. Three Dimensions has an awesome array of services, including designer cuts, highlights, and color blending. We are now taking appointments. Find out for yourself the difference we can make by calling 317-852-5577. Get more information about Three Dimensions Salon by liking our Facebook page. This is Amanda Johnson with Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a locally owned ice cream shop located at 1022 East Main Street in Brownsburg. We offer delicious ice cream cones, sundaes, shakes, malts, and bubble tea. Wiley's is open Sunday through Thursday, 1230 to 9, Friday and Saturday, 12 to 930. More information about our flavors and specialty sundaes can be found on our Facebook page or Instagram account by searching Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today. Go Bulldogs! This is Jody Harley with Brownsburg Academy. Brownsburg Academy provides childcare for families with classes focusing on child development. Brownsburg Academy provides daily activity reports, progress reports, and monthly newsletters to parents. Our hours of operations are 6 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. Brownsburg Academy is located at 685 Patrick Place. More information can be found at brownsburgacademy.com or by calling 317-858-8033. This is Dave Thomas for TNT Tax. TNT Tax is a local small business that performs tax preparation for personal and sole proprietor businesses as well as LLCs. My wife and I have been preparing taxes together in our family-owned business for 25 years. TNT Tax is located at 53 89 Rockville Road, Suite 900 in Indianapolis. Our phone number is 317-244-7900. Indiana Family Dentistry is located at 505 North Green Street in Brownsburg. Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall along with Scott Strong uh, talking a little bit about the final week of the Indiana legislative session. All sorts of craziness uh, going to be coming about over the next five days. We're trying to help you make sense of some of the bigger issues I know we promised we're going to talk about how we pick Supreme Court justices, but I wanted to go back to something, which is the road funding bill. Yes. And the math, to me, is starting to get really screwy on this, 
because now it's all rumor about what they're talking about doing now. But for a while, bonding was off the table. Now, mm-hmm. if you believe the rumors, bonding's on the table. Now, moving the gas taxes on the table. Tolls are on the tolls table. Tolls are back on the table. <laughs> if you start adding all this up, like you said during the break, you don't need one point. Even if you believed you do not need $1.2 billion for roads in Indiana. If you have $1.2 billion a year, all those roads better be paved in gold, and there better never be another pothole that ever existed anywhere. Exactly. You don't need that much. But let's just say you did. If you start doing the math on all this stuff, after you do all this movement and everything, you don't get to $1.2 billion in tax increases. As you said, you get to about $300 million. Yes, and so that's what, the, that's what some of I read in one of the reports over the weekend. You know, they're having these universities and everybody's coming out. And I even noticed Holcomb made mention of it that we need about $300 million to plug some of the holes and to move forward. And if, I don't know about you, but at least here in Hendricks County, the roads are pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> so, look, like I, I said this with the water and sewer thing here in Brownsburg. I am totally against any increase because they don't need it. There is so much waste in state government. And this idea that there is not waste, it's ridiculous. And if you want to have some fun, you got to know where to look. Start with DNR. Okay? <laughs> right there. I could find you $100 million in DNR. Yes. Okay? But let's just pretend that there's not. Just like with the water and sewer thing. You could fund the wastewater treatment plant without a rate increase. Mm-hmm. You know what? If the parks is buying an abandoned funeral home for $450,000, yes. we're not hurting for money in this town. But at the end of the day, I'm okay. Let's say it's one penny or two pennies over 10 years. I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. I'm willing to be reasonable. But you can't tell the average person, well, here's $200 a year in tax increases for you. Better figure out a way way to make it up because that person is not getting that money back. Yes, that's right. And so it, this is kind of like the I, – I always like to go back to the Hoosier Dome. Yes. The Hoosier Dome. We're going to have a one-cent extra tax. It's just going to be until this thing's paid off. And for some reason, that thing has never been paid off. Yep. And now we have a new building, and we st- apparently are still paying on the old one. Yeah, uh, it's, uh, it's interesting because there's uh, – if you live in Hendricks County – uh, you pay an extra two pennies yep. on uh, every uh, every purchase on food and beverage, beverage. that you make. Uh, the state sales tax is 7%. You pay 9% here because those two pennies go to Lucas Oil Stadium. That's right. Uh, one of them directly to go to Lucas Oil. I'm sorry. Only one of those pennies go to Lucas Oil Stadium. The others go to your local parks department. Uh, but you believe they go to Lucas Oil yes. because that's how those thieves took the money. That's right. The local guys took an extra penny and said, oh, everybody will blame it on the stadium. And a little known fact, Scott, one of the very first things I tried to do on the Brownsburg Town Council was repeal Brownsburg's one-cent food and beverage tax increase. I did not get a second. <laughs> the gentleman from Brownsburg did not get a second. And I died one for it. So if you're mad about how much you pay a food beverage tax, I tried to help. It was a... Uh, I was getting complained about that this morning by uh, Haley on how much she has to pay for uh, in Brownsburg for uh, sodas and things. Yes. I tried. I did my That's best. Right. It died for lack of a second. Okay. Uh, let's get to what we promised here in the segment. Uh, we're, we have a new Supreme Court justice yep. that's going to be picked soon. Uh, and uh, Justice Rucker is the one that is retiring. Mm-hmm. Now, it's they pick the justices in a somewhat different fashion here. Yes. The governor ultimately gets the final say, but he doesn't get the whole say. 
No, there's a board, and people actually get to apply for it like a regular job. So, so I, like, you could be a Supreme Court justice. Yes, if I had the applica- if I could fill out the application and be qualified for it, of course, you know, sure. I would never qualify for it. But right. if you're a judge out there and you really want to do it and you've served time and you've got experience, you can put in the application. And I believe 13 people in the state have put in applications. Can you imagine, like, what that interview process is like? I'm mean, like. Okay, so you're Trump, and you pick Gorsuch. Right. You've probably got, and I, by the way, I have never believed in not having a litmus test. Remember, that's always the big thing yes. for, for the, the Republican justices is, well, you have a litmus test, and, of course, they have to say no and grovel that they're yeah. the, uh, the, for their pro-life stances and everything else. I've never believed in not having a litmus test. I mean, I would, I would ask somebody these questions. What do you believe the Constitution says about abortion? Mm-hmm. Tell me what you think. And then I would make pick on that. But Trump gets to pick whoever he wants— Yes, and and he can ask whatever questions. Holcomb, they, they this board gives him three people and says, you know, choose the destructor, as they say, in yes. Ghostbusters. Now, what what he'll do is he'll have his people on working with the people on the board to ferret and bring it down. But it'll be much like a job application process in the in the corporate world. Um, so there's a lot of things, and I used to be in human resources, so there was a lot of questions you can't ask. So what we do... Is that how that works? Like, does it, for a Supreme Court justice, does it work the same way because it is a job? Can you, is it like, are there just things you can't ask? Because I mean, like, like, we go back to Trump. He could ask Gorsuch whatever he wants. Yes, he can. When In that private meeting, of course, Gorsuch made the thing, if he asked me about abortion, I would have gotten up and walked out of the room, and I'm sure that didn't happen. <laughs> can you imagine? <laughs> I'm offended by your line of questioning, Mr. President. President. I'm out. I'm See out of you. here. So, but what usually happens in those interview processes is that's why you have you have lunch and you have dinner so you can have conversation because in those conversations, um, and I'm giving away the tricks of the trade of the corporate world. When you're if you're interviewing for a job and you get brought in and they take you out to lunch, everything you say and everything you do from the time you step onto that property until you leave that property, and anything on your Facebook, on your Twitter. <laughs> on your Instagram account is going to be reviewed if we can get access to it. We will even find people that if we don't have access, we'll ask somebody else that does have access to share their access with us by taking screenshots and send it to us. But that's vetting to make sure that we have the right person. We have talked about this a little bit before. Um, talked about Merrick quite a bit on Capital Happenings. You know, I'm very open on my Facebook page. It's mm-hmm. the Wild West. That's much. right. You know, most everything goes as long as you're not using the seven words you can't say on the radio. That's right. You know, pretty much it's open forum. But, like, you know, if you're a person that's applying to be a Supreme Court justice, you probably don't have much of a social media. Am I right? No, you're, or you better cut it back. Or if you have, you probably have already paid a price, and so you probably haven't gotten to that level. There's a reason that Mike Pence was selected. Not to say that Mike Pence is a boring guy, but there was nothing there. I mean, they've done the search. They've done the vetting. They didn't find much on Pence. And one of the things that the new generation is going to have is all the posting that's out here on Instagram and, and Twitter and stuff. This stuff doesn't go away. Yeah, I've said this to people for a while. If you've said it on the internet or posted on the internet or said it in a public forum, the rest of just own it, man. That's right. Trump, if Trump taught you anything, just own it. Don't mm-hmm. apologize for it. I said it. Screw you very much. Yes. Have a nice day. Next topic. Because when you start trying to grovel, oh, it out makes of the you look so bad. You really feel you look so bad. Yeah. So, I mean, 
man, I, I guess I will never be a Supreme Court justice. That's it's right. Just one, so. just one more thing. At 33, I'm going to have to accept that I'll, uh, <laughs> I will never have. All right. Uh, we're going to take another quick break. Scott Strong with us talking about some of the big deals going on at the Indiana legislative uh, session, which is about ready to wrap up. When we come back, uh, our friend Abdul did a survey. You know, he does these, uh, oh, he does yes. these surveys. And one of the, s- the questions he asked was uh, how Republicans were feeling about their options to take on Joe Donnelly and the results might surprise you. We'll talk about it next. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. Rob Kendall here speaking with Donald James from Impact Youth Mentoring. Donald, what is Impact Youth Mentoring? Rob, we are a not-for-profit group pairing mentors with at-risk youth in Hendricks County and developing tomorrow's leaders. How long has Impact Youth been around and how many children have been impacted? We were formed in 2011 and have impacted more than 125 kids through our mentoring and after-school tutoring services. So how can folks get involved with Impact Youth? We are always in need of some good folks who are interested in becoming a mentor for children in Hendricks County who could use mentoring. And if someone wants more information? You can find us on Facebook by searching Impact Youth Mentoring or at our website, impactyouthmentoring.org. The UPS Store Brownsburg is located at 124 East Northfield Drive in Brownsburg. Their phone number is 858-1422. The UPS Store Brownsburg can handle your printing needs, including color, large format, and business cards. They also do blueprints, mailers, and invitations. Thanks to owner Tom Reese and all the folks at the UPS Store Brownsburg for supporting community radio in Hendricks County. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us. Speaking with Scott Strong, our good friend, political historian, data guru. You have so many titles. <laughs> yes. You have so many titles. <laughs> uh, okay. So our buddy Abdul, we love mm-hmm. Abdul. Have him on the show quite a bit of indie politics. Yep. He does these surveys from time to time. Now, these are not scientific. They are... Uh, they are totally, everybody can vote, it's mm-hmm. the internet, it's the Wild West. But it's interesting to look at and read because it tends to be people that are at least informed of what's going on because yeah. you have to go to the site to vote. That's right. So it is actually, it's much nicer than I was telling you during the break than this national poll that came out about Hokum and all the senators and things because at least in his, it's people who are active and informed about the process. So I would say that it's probably not statistically valid, but definitely statistically relevant for the our audience to look at gain some information from and you are the data person so yes you i know. am yes yep okay so there was one thing in this and in the survey comes from indiepolitics.org mm-hmm. um that i wanted to talk about because i thought this was interesting 40 percent say someone else other than todd rakito or luke messer would be a tougher opponent for joe donnelly next year yeah, I, and I think that's because there's not a clear front-runner leader type of a person who has emerged. We've got to remember, we just had a U.S. Senate contest, and so most of the big names and all the big guns spent their bullets on the last election. So now we're kind of tearing into the second tier of the congressional people to find the next candidate. It's interesting to me because, like we said, a lot of the political people are the people taking these. It's not... WTHR doing a phone at home survey. That's right. It's people that tend to know what's going on. And the fact that Rakita and Messer are seen as political establishment types. Yep. And the fact that those people are not satisfied, or at least 40% of them, mm-hmm. it's very interesting that these people would say these guys aren't good enough. Or it could be the fact that the people that filled it out, and I was one of the ones that took the survey, full of disclosure here, and um, you look at it, and if somebody hasn't chosen, and I had one person tell me, I wasn't sure about Luke, I wasn't sure about Todd, so I selected the other. So they're not That's quite sure of which way to go. Because, look, you're not going to do, 
you know, Peyton Manning's not walking through the door. That's right. Peyton Manning is not running. No, he's not. Indiana. He's out here and he's out in Tennessee too. Right. So, and the fact that that, the, that's, that other survey that we talked about, I think it was last week, nobody has any idea what's going on with these people. No. Nobody knows who Donley is or Todd Young, our current senators. Uh, and I shouldn't say nobody, but a lot, right. so many people. Who who do you want to run? You, yeah, you know, who's going to do this? Which is amazing because the bench is deeper than Indiana than it's ever been. The only person that would probably walk away with it that won't get in the race is is our man Mitch. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> Mitch Daniels, great point. Uh, Mitch Daniels not going to he does not want to be a U.S. senator. So interesting. You're probably not going to do any better than Rakita or Messer. Yep. And by the way, I know I I'm really, 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 really looking forward to uh, this upcoming race. And I'm not saying that either side has reached out to me saying, "Rob, would you get would you be interested in mm-hmm. coming back to politics?" And I, I'm not saying that's happened, right. but I really, for once, just want to stay on the sidelines yep. because I want to enjoy uh, I want to enjoy politics for once. And I think this is going to be fascinating because I think these guys are playing nice right now. I think they're going to grenade each other with all the money they've got. Yeah, both of them, you know, so the, the interesting thing is both of them are around that $1.5, $1.6 million. I think the person that's in trouble is Donnelly. Um, you, there were some things about him in that survey as well. And the interesting thing is he's only got $2.5 million. you got to remember Evan Bayh, which was the dream candidate, jumped in last time, had $9 million. Donnelly, even if he has some great quarters, is going to have a hard time getting that much money. And you got to remember, Todd Young was broke after he had dispatched Stutzman, but the money came in and he outspent him. Yeah, it used to be back in the the olden days of like ten years ago, you couldn't use all your money in the primary no, right? no. because you had to you know make That's it right. in the general. But with all the political action committees now, your That's money right. really doesn't matter if you know if you start at zero because you're going to raise ten million bucks if you're in competitive competitive Senate race. Just like that. Yeah, the biggest problem probably for, for Messer and Rokita is they're very same. They, If you start looking at the congressional records, most of them are voting the same things and even saying the same things. So that's what's making it so hard. I think that's why that 40%, um, I think if either one of them dropped out, the other one would be an heir to the throne. So, But in politics, what we have to expect is the unexpected. So remember, Pence got pulled off the ticket. Yep. He could have been somebody that could have been in 2018. Yep. Um, so now we're, we've got... I won't say the second tier, but the, the the first tier is already on to bigger and better things. Every time people call me and want me to do stuff, and every <laughs> time I end up getting suckered back in. I'm not doing it this time. I'm staying on the sidelines so I can comment and tell everybody exactly what I really think. Scott, great job as always. Uh, what We've got four days. We'll have four days by the time this airs. Four days left, basically. Uh, four and a half. What, what do you think is going to happen with the gas tax? Um, I suspect they'll go with some type of a phased-in um, approach of not the whole 10 cents at once and trying to alleviate that. They'll probably come, and everything that you've heard, they're probably going to do. It's just going to be time-sensitive in how they do it. All right, Scott, your great job as always. Thank you. Thanks. Don't forget, if you miss any part of today's show, check out the podcast anytime you want. We're on SoundCloud or iTunes. Just search Central Indiana today. You can download the show right to your smartphone or tablet. You can go back and listen anytime you want, totally free of charge. As always, the podcast presented by McDonald's. Until next time, I'm Rob Kendall saying have yourself a great evening. You've been listening to the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency. An archive of today's program can be heard at our website, wyrz.org. 
tune in next time for another edition of the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today with your host, Rob Kendall. This podcast of Central Indiana Today is brought to you by Figment 2 McDonald's. Stop by any of their stores in Avon, Brownsburg, Danville, Speedway, and 10th Street next to Ben Davis High School for great specials, including the two for $2.50 and two for $5. They also have all-day breakfast items, which now include biscuits and McGriddles. And coming soon to the Danville location, Wednesdays will be family night. Figment 2 McDonald's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today and WYRZ 98.9. Hello, this is Kevin Kersey. Since 1968, our family has been helping customers with their insurance needs. We provide insurance coverage for life, home, auto, and recreational vehicles. And our phone number is 317-286-3481. The Kevin Kersey Agency can also be found on Facebook at The Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. And you're always welcome to stop in at 480 East Northfield Drive, Suite 300 in Brownsburg. The Kevin Kersey Agency is a proud member of the Farmers Insurance Group. Hey, Hendricks County, this is radio and TV commentator Abdul Hakim Shabazz, the editor and publisher of IndyPolitics.org. It's a place where smart Hoosiers get their news. Although the state house is just a few miles away, we know sometimes it seems like a million miles. But you know what? When it comes to issues like road funding, schools, putting more Hoosiers to work, and fighting the drug epidemic, those issues hit close to home. That's why we want you to bookmark IndyPolitics.org. At IndyPolitics.org, we bring you in-depth comprehensive coverage of the big issues faced in Indiana. And we also bring you Indiana's newsmakers in their entirety. And here's what's even better doesn't cost you a thing. So pay us a visit, indypolitics.org. It's where smart Hoosiers get their news. Hi, this is Billy Joe with Three Dimensions Salon, inviting you to come see us at 729 North Green Street, Suite D in Brownsburg. At Three Dimensions, we believe life isn't about finding yourself. It's about creating yourself. Three Dimensions has an awesome array of services, including designer cuts, highlights, and color blending. We are now taking appointments. Find out for yourself the difference we can make by calling 317-852-5577. Get more information about Three Dimensions Salon by liking our Facebook page. This is Amanda Johnson with Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a locally owned ice cream shop located at 1022 East Main Street in Brownsburg. We offer delicious ice cream cones, sundaes, shakes, malts, and bubble tea. Wiley's is open Sunday through Thursday, 1230 to 9, Friday and Saturday, 12 to 930. More information about our flavors and specialty Sundays can be found on our Facebook page or Instagram account by searching Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today. Go Bulldogs! This is Jody Harley with Brownsburg Academy. Brownsburg Academy provides child care for families with classes focusing on child development. Brownsburg Academy provides daily activity reports, progress reports, and monthly newsletters to parents. Our hours of operations are 6 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. Brownsburg Academy is located at 685 Patrick Place. More information can be found at brownsburgacademy.com or by calling 317-858-8033. This is Dave Thomas for TNT Tax. TNT Tax is a local small business that performs tax preparation for personal and sole proprietor businesses as well as LLCs. My wife and I have been preparing taxes together in our family-owned business for 25 years. TNT Tax is located at 5389 Rockville Road, Suite 900 in Indianapolis. Our phone number is 317-244-7900.
The UPS Store Brownsburg is located at 124 East Northfield Drive in Brownsburg. Their phone number is 858-1422. The UPS Store Brownsburg can handle your printing needs, including color, large format, and business cards. They also do blueprints, mailers, and invitations. Thanks to owner Tom Reese and all the folks at the UPS Store Brownsburg for supporting community radio in Hendricks County. Rob Kendall here speaking with Donald James from Impact Youth Mentoring. Donald, what is Impact Youth Mentoring? Rob, we are a not-for-profit group pairing mentors with at-risk youth in Hendricks County and developing tomorrow's leaders. How long has Impact Youth been around and how many children have been impacted? We were formed in 2011 and have impacted more than 125 kids through our mentoring and after-school tutoring services. So how can folks get involved with Impact Youth? We are always in need of some good folks who are interested in becoming a mentor for children in Hendricks County who could use mentoring. And if someone wants more information? You can find us on Facebook by searching Impact Youth Mentoring or at our website, impactyouthmentoring.org. Indiana Family Dentistry is located at 505 North Green Street in Brownsburg. Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio.